Hey, hi, hello, how's everybody doing out there? My name is Mike Cisneros once again on another brand new edition of Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. I'm joined as always by the gnarly gnome. Gnome, how are you, my friend? I'm doing wonderful. Excellent. Uh, Tina Cisneros, Cisneros is not with us tonight. Uh, Could you mispronounce your own uh, You know, <laughs> <laughs> hey, when I, st- when I try to talk fast like I used to talk, sometimes things get mixed up. I'm always they, worried that you're having joined- a stroke during the show. <laughs> always. <laughs> Joining us now, also uh, a special guest host for the evening, uh, is uh, Raging Hop. Howdy, everybody. How you doing, buddy? I'm hanging in there. And uh, good to see you. And we are right now in the friendly confines of the old, the old Rivertown <laughs> Brewing Company. <laughs> How in, does that work? In, uh, uh, off Shepherd La- Lane on uh, in uh, in in uh, uh, Lockland. Uh, Lockland. We're in, we're yeah. in Lockland. Lockland. <laughs> I'll figure it out one of these days. In the area, uh, not downtown. Uh, yes, right. in the, well, yes, in the in the industrial one of the outer regions. Area, of one beer. of the uh, yes. Uh, um, how's things been going since uh, we joined you on your uh, wonderful ro- opening of the new facility taking place up uh, up in uh, up in Monroe? And how's everything going up there? And 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 I'm sure we got all we got all kinds of stuff to talk about tonight with you guys, uh, but especially uh, this this terrific brand new beer. Yes. So where to start? So Monroe, I was very excited because this week I scooped the gnome on a progress picture. I've been doing so good getting (laughs) all of the pictures before she has. (laughs) And this week she beat me and got the roof. It is. It's so funny because a couple weeks ago when you posted one, it was the first time that we saw it. We hadn't gotten the progress email yet Uh from our contractor. And I was like, oh. The beams are going up. So wow. this last week, the roof started going on. That's awesome. And the uh, foundation started going on. So the goal is to, and hopefully it doesn't rain too much this week, is to finish up the roof, start putting on the sides, and then they can start pouring concrete oh, so inside exciting. the building. I, I can't imagine. You're excited. I can't imagine how excited you, Jason, are. Uh, it's, Forget it's them. Amazing. I've been yeah, I've been sitting know? up there at night in the dirt just waiting for somebody to pour me a beer. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what why why do I find that not hard to be- believe? This is way more exciting for me than it is for them. <laughs> in your little in your little gnome TP. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> I feel like I would not be surprised now that there's partial roof on there. I just feel like there would be an opportunity to have, you know, a little fire pit sit around in the middle. Just <laughs> be careful. Don't, you don't, don't want to broadcast that. I know. I know. <laughs> Right. Next thing you know, it's you okay. Have a Lindsay said it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have Gnome sitting up there with his fire pit, <laughs> <laughs> making oh s'mores. A little cooler. <laughs> Drinking some bucknut with some s'mores, right? That's right. Oh, that'll be so good. But Why no, have I not had what? that yet? We a s'more oh, with with bucknut brew. Oh with, my gosh. We're, we're getting yeah, sidetracked amazing, already amazing. with bucknut brew. We, we, yeah. I guess we had that on the show. We talked about it on the show. Gamel brought us some. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He brought us one of the little yeah. uh, sixteen ounce. Um, aluminum, right? Uh, right. What do you yeah. call them? There's the not twist a off howler. Cap, it's a a quarter. That was quarter grout. What do you? Wow, 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 wow. A pine crawler. Twist off lid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't gone completely crazy. Not yet. And what an exciting time of year! We we step up to the bar. Gnome says, "Hey." I've broken the pumpkin seal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the hell? Yes, the the pumpkin, the classic, the Cincinnati classic, uh, the all-time great. 
one of the one of Cincinnati's benchmark beers well, of, of craft of the we've craft beer industry. We've talked about that before of styles and how there's always that one beer that, that forms the benchmark for you. And I, yeah. I you know I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I think I think Rivertown Pumpkin has become the benchmark of pumpkin beers, and I. I wonder how, how wide that has spread to as far as it being the benchmark. I mean, I know you guys are distributed pretty far and wide, but um, I wonder, you know, all these yahoos that are making pumpkin beers now, if they look to Rivertown as their benchmark, but it was it was. We like good. to think so. It's really yummy. And I would like to say, too, because there has been a lot of hubbub about, wow, it's July, it's August, this isn't a time for pumpkin beers. We fully agree. If, if 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 it was up to us, we would love to release pumpkin in like late September, early October. Everybody buys it all up. But I will tell you, the name of the game with pumpkin is everybody gets it out super early. And, uh, you know, Sam Adams definitely is on the game with the seasonals and getting first to market. But pumpkin is all about getting it out in the beginning. Everybody gets it. And then, oddly enough, usually right. by October, it's completely yeah. gone. Yeah. But which is just about time you'd think you'd be ready for something yes. like that. Then all of your all of your early adopters come in and, and start drinking it and, and drink it down and like gnome and drink it. Sorry, it so nobody else really gets good. any at all. So. Yeah. Well, what I look forward to now is the uh, the sour pumpkin, the um, the like, bourbon barrel aged. You know, just I, I love that beer so much. It's you know kind of put a twist on 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 the pumpkin beer for me and kind of taking it to a whole new level and. There was a couple other places put out some sour pumpkins in the last year, and it just there's there's nothing compared to that like real good punch that you get from from Rivertown. So that's 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 my new thing, and that's that's the one I'm waiting a little longer for because tell, tell it's us, not up yet. Tell us about it. I mean, I know that there there were several ahead of you guys, but none better. Uh, tell us how it came about and what you why you guys started doing it, and what what was what was it about the pumpkin that that you guys latched harnessed onto? or latched into, latched onto, and kind of harnessed, and 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 how many were before? Like, I don't think there was that many before you guys, right? I'm sorry, there's always dogfish I, head, right? There's yeah, always dogfish dog head, there, right? That's like the first one that I can think of is is dogfish head, but I don't, I, I can't it, think it, of another one that's southern just tier. As big. Southern okay, tier, southern right. tier's pumpkin, been around right. for a while. Okay, yeah. Our pumpkin came about, it was a beer that Jason homebrewed for many, many, many years. And when he opened Rivertown, we opened up in December of 2009. So that first fall, and actually that is uh, the very first festival that they had pumpkin ale at, I was at, and that's where Jason and I met for the very first time. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> sweet. So I love pumpkin for a variety of reasons. But it was a, uh, a homebrew recipe that he had that he just scaled up and it was insane. The amount of pumpkin that we sell within the span of two months rivals almost any other beer that we do. Does it still make up the percentage? I mean, we, we, we years back, you know, we heard 25% of the beer you guys sell is pumpkin beer. Is that still the case now, even with the, this, this new twist on what you guys do and the sours and that kind of stuff? Is it still that much of to be determined. It's still a huge chunk of it. Right. Um, but this year, with the introdu- introduction of Nice Melons, that really gave our pumpkin numbers from last year a run for the money. So we're interested to see what happens this year, because last year, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there was a lot of entries into the pumpkin category in general, and it became crazy saturated. You know, what we normally do out in the market was, I mean, there was just so many choices, and 
we were fortunate to stand out in the group, but the sales weren't anywhere on the same upward trend that they were in the previous years. So we're excited to see where it goes this year. But is there, is there some kind of fear with that too, with trying to compete with the other pumpkins and trying to do something different with it to in in the the bigger distribution market versus in the tap room? People come in the tap room, we're always going to. But is there like is. You know, I, I made a joke earlier about the sour pumpkin going in bottles or something like that. Like, is there some kind of need to, to change something like that? But, you know, one of the things that I noticed from Cincinnati's craft brewers, they don't try to step on their success. In other words, they don't try to make it better or improve it or maybe 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 they just try to scale up production and so, you, so that you, there's more of it or whatever. But, it, you know... And I think you guys do not just Rivertown, but Cincinnati craft beer uh, industry, just by just by itself, does a good job of not stepping on their own success. That's you not know, necessarily you've heard a colloquial yeah, yeah. term for that, you know. And and that's and that's and I think that that's one thing that they do well is but they kind of get get out of their own way. Roebling you know? was most definitely I mean, improved when the, when kind of the the. The, the brand shifted and all that stuff. Like Roebling was one of those ones that was it was a great beer before, yeah, yeah. and they said, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna tweak it." And I was like, "Oh no, please don't do that." And then they did, and it was better. So in the, the, some of that tweaking does kind of happen right. sometimes. So. That's, that's it's so happy. tough because and Roebling's so interesting too. But I won't go down that uh that <laughs> there's, trail. There's just a, yet. there's a whole bunch of I things we could just. Um, but with pumpkin, on. you know, it's something after we saw how flooded the market got last year, this year it is looking like a lot of people that entered into the category did not enter into the category this year based off of what happened last year. Our pumpkin brand is really well established in the markets that we've been in. And it's nuts too, because our Columbus and Cleveland market actually launches it in the third week in July. And they sell a bulk of their pumpkin wow. in those last two weeks. Bonkers. But anyways, you know, we always have the conversation of like, Gosh, you know, do we want to switch pumpkin? I mean, it is one of our our best performing beers. It's one that we're really known for. But at the same time, you know, we also don't want to hold on to, you know, if a beer is no longer relevant, we don't want to continue to hold on to it either. But so far, pumpkin Here, still hot. remains t- t- relevant. Tell me what time it is there. I don't. It's the watch has stopped. I'm sitting there looking. at got my watch off. I'm, I'm sitting on the table, even, just what trying to see what time you know, what happening. Time, what time's going on or anything like this. I've not, got. We're 11 oh, minutes in. I've got a clock right in front going, of me. Like. It's going back and forth yeah, and back. And it's messed up. That's what All phones right. are for. This is the All 21st right. century. What is this? <laughs> no one reads this analog. Clocks? <laughs> I all don't right. know. Uh, you got a counter over there? I got a ca- I got all kinds of stuff over what you, here. What you got? We're we're at eleven minutes and twenty okay, seconds. Cool. So all right. <laughs> I just I just looked down at this thing going, oh my God, why is that not moving at all? <laughs> um, so now let's. Well, so we talked a little bit about Monroe. We talked a little bit about Pumpkin. We talked a little bit about Roebling. We talked a little bit about. Um, uh, and then there's so much on the horizon for you guys. And of course, Let, let's start with Night Marcher. Let's we have not even gotten into that yet. And I, you know, I'm sitting here drinking. I'm almost done with my first one, and I'm about to as soon as we go to a break get another one because it's so freaking good. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why we're here tonight. You know, <laughs> Night Marcher. I've been waiting for this beer for. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it seems like it's been a really Buzz long <laughs> time since I first started hearing rumors about it, and it lives up to everything. And it hasn't even like touched on the part that I like yet. Like I, this is really good and it's fun and it's tasty and I want to sit outside in the heat and drink it. 
I love Brett beers because of what they do in the cellar and yes. that 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 experimentation. Like you can you can talk to Twitch and he doesn't know what they're gonna do because he's like, well, yeah, maybe six months or so. Maybe that's when you'll start to get this or that or this strain will come out. And I don't even really know exactly what strains are gonna come out because we're you know it, 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 it it's so much fun to me and this beer. Tonight is the start of like this 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 long process. So yes, um, I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I can keep going on if you if you let me. So I know this is what, great. I just love it. I'm like, oh, there's so much so, love. It's so nice and warm. Okay, and so you it. don't have. Oh, you do have a label in front of you. I was gonna say, all right. I so <laughs> what's in Night Marcher? <laughs> let me hold up the label here because I always forget one. Cheat sheet. Yes, I know. So the, the funny story about this beer is uh, I have family that lives out in Las Vegas, and our we call her our aide-de-camp, uh, but essentially she is our office director and makes everything sing. Uh, she's really big into tiki culture, as are Jason and I, so she recommended that we go to this place in Vegas called Frankie's Tiki Room. So we go there, and it's awesome, and it's dark, and it's divey, and it's amazing, and Jason and I somehow lose like six hours in there. <laughs> And when we emerge, of course, during the conversation, you know, we're texting with Lisa and Lisa and I were like, we should name it Lisa and Lindsay's Tiki Dream. And then, you know, Jason and I, of course, are talking about, oh, this, we need to do a tiki inspired beer. That would be great. So fast forward, we come back. Jason moves very fast. I can tell you that if there's a conversation or if I observe him watching a YouTube video of some sort, <laughs> there's a guarantee that it will start happening in our house within about five days. So we get back from Vegas. He comes back one day with bags from Jungle Gyms, just filled with all kinds of fruit. So that fruit includes, we have a uh, jackfruit, papaya, pineapple, coconut, mandarin, orange, guava, lemon peel, lime peel, ginger root, Jamaican allspice, fennel, saffron, and toasted coriander. So he comes back and he's like, we are doing this beer. So we were all joking. And the original name for the beer was actually Tiki AF. I'm sure you all know what <laughs> AF stands for. Auto, autofocus? Yes. <laughs> I'm a photographer. Yes. I'm sorry. Air Force? <laughs> absolutely. So, absolutely fantastic. I oh, there you go. There we go. Tiki, absolutely fantastic. But the smells in the brewery when all the guys were breaking down the fruit was, oh my gosh. It was imagine. amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. So, uh, yeah. yes. Yeah. And it's amazing to me, too, because Jason is so, you had asked before, you is Tim. He's sitting next to Tim, me. He's, he's not on microphone, but... Yes. But... If he shouts... So don't refer to him. If he shouts... <laughs> I know, I don't... He's not here right I'm now. I'm new to this right now. Uh, sometimes we're on Periscope, and you can kind of see the people that are just kind of wandering over here at them that's sitting in, in the conversation. Him, right so now, I don't know if you guys can hear so, him or not. So, but look. He had asked if we had done a test batch, and it's no, and that's amazing, because Jason just... He is at a point now in his career where he just really knows what works and what doesn't yeah. work, yeah. and this beer was born. For hundred percent, go ahead, go ahead. Hundred percent Brett fermented. So, is that the first hundred percent Brett beer you guys have done? Uh, no, actually, Brett T-shirt contest was was hundred yep. percent. Mm-hmm. So it's which was fantastic, we changed up the, the brand families a little bit, which is why that one was under a different <laughs> one, and now we have it's, the hundred percent Brett category. So it's so we can see where we can expect more. But we'll talk about that. Yeah. So it's loaded up with some 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 wheat to kind of give that Brett something to just just devour over yes. the next however long you can keep it in your cellar before you drink it all. It, it, I cannot wait to see what happens with not only just 
all of that 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 wheat for the for the bread to kind of go on, but the fruit like how that bread interacts with that and how those flavors kind of because it's it's real fruity already. And yeah, man, I I'm excited about this beer in the cellar. And look, for those of you out th- that are like myself, like I'm sure the gnome and everybody that does craft beer, Tina will be especially excited because there is a really really cool story oh, on yeah. the side of the on, yes. on the label. I won't go all the way into it. So those of you who who do like to do to read uh, beer labels, uh, the night the night marcher or is that is that Mikey Pau? Mukai Mukai Pau Po. Let me get this wrong again. Uh, the night marcher or <laughs> just leave it. No, just Mokai, the night marcher. Mukai Po. Uh, We're gonna get angry Hawaiian of emails. Ancient Hawaiian <laughs> warriors. Said to roam the islands at night in search of entrance to the next world, the next world, next world, in, in, to entrance to the next world. There's plenty more. So uh, it's yeah. it's it's so, these these warriors, um, the it, deceased warriors, trying to find their way into the afterworld, and they're, I guess, holding fire to, to guide other yes. people and stuff. It was really interesting when we were figuring out the name because. Label approvals right now are taking 45 plus days, and we did not feel like we could roll the dice on Tiki AF. (laughs) Future approvals that have recently come through, we realized we could have rolled the dice on Tiki AF, but uh, we were trying to find a name that really sung to this, and we worked with an amazing local artist. His name is Conrad, and actually he'll be here uh, Tuesday evening as well. Which is probably when people are listening to this, hopefully. Yes. So come out if you're listening to it. but he designed this amazing label and just kind of took what we told him the beer was all about. And we saw this and we were like, okay, we got to work hard on this one. We kind of worked backwards. And when I was doing the research, I found the story of the Night Marchers and I was like, yes. Well, it's, the whole <laughs> there thing is the is, name of the beer. The whole thing is Perfect. very tiki. Like yes. it just, it, yes. it, it all, all screams tiki. All inspired by your little tiki place that you guys like in yes. the Vegas. That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So good. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Good. You want to take a quick break? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to need to go get another beer. So Let's do a uh, let's do some business here. Uh, we're being joined by uh, Lindsay Roper, uh, the, the better half of Jason and Lindsay Roper from, uh, yeah. <laughs> from Rivertown Brewing. And uh, we are also joined uh, by the Raging Hop and, uh, and the Gnarly Gnome. My name is Mike Cisneros. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Let's do some business. Hi everybody, Mike Cisneros here, and as a craft beer lover, you want the same thing I do. The finest in handmade lagers, ales, and stouts. But do you take the time to think about whether the same care and attention has been given to the treats you feed your dog? Well, I'm here to tell you about Brewhouse Dog Bones, made from the same wholesome malted barley that you'll find in the delicious beers from many of Cincy's finest craft breweries. Brewhouse Dog Bones are handmade in small batches, using just three additional natural ingredients, peanut butter, organic eggs, and brown rice flour. So you know your best friend is enjoying almost the same great craft experience that you do. And Brewhouse Dog Bones are not only good for your dog, they're good for our community because they offer real-world training and a work co-op experience for developmentally disabled young adults ages 18 to 22 through the New Richmond, Sycamore, Marymount, and Oak Hill school districts. Brewhouse dog bones are available in the distinctive brown paper sacks with the red dog bone at some of Cincy's finest craft tap rooms, including Mount Carmel Brewing Company, 
Listerman Triple Digit Brewing in Cincinnati, and Old Firehouse Brewing in Williamsburg, and great pet stores like Newtown Feed and Supply and Earthwise Pet Supply in Montgomery. For more information about Brewhouse Dog Bones, to carry Brewhouse in your tap room or pet store, or to find out how your school district can participate in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, just contact Lisa Graham by visiting www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. Hey everybody out there! Uh, we are brought to you by Brewers Buddy, your best best friend, your best friend, your best friend. Let's try that again. We're, we're, we're brought to you by Brewers Buddy, your best f- friend in brewing. Brewers Buddy is the latest home brewing system on the market, a patent pending, gravity fed beer home brewing platform made affordable for anyone who loves the craft of brewing, and it's easy to own for even the weekend hobbyist. In fact, it's so convenient to use, affordable and safe, the Brewer's Buddy will make you want to brew more. You can follow them at Brewer's Buddy on Twitter and Instagram and find out find out more about them at www.brewersbuddy.com. Now accepting pre-orders also at www.brewersbuddy.com for delivering in time for the fall brewing season. Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in home brewing. <laughs> Mike Cisneros here on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft, uh, rejoined again to, uh, with uh, Raging Hop and uh, the Gnarly Gnome, and we are at Rivertown Brewing over here on uh, in uh, in in. How come I can't remember where this? We are in, we're, in, we're in Lachlan. 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 And and when we do this show next year with uh, something. Whatever that beer is next year, we'll be in Monroe. Yes, that's true. Yes, that'll be easier to remember. How messed uh, up is that to think about? Anyway, Lindsay Roper joining us, the better half, I, I, I dare say, of the uh, Rivertown Brewing Company uh, here in Lachlan. And I can't believe I, I finally remembered it this time. Uh, <laughs> gosh, congratulations on everything that's going on with you guys. And, and it, 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 did, did you ever think you would be where you are t- today ever did you even dare to <laughs> imagine Lindsay I can tell you that when I was a youngin in the beer industry over 10 years ago now it was it became very quickly a dream of mine that I I want to open my own brewery and bring beer and I loved sour beers and all of this fun stuff and it's really funny because I came across a uh, a vision piece that I had written kind of casting what in my mind it would look like and it's actually fortunately I met Jason I would love to read that it's really cool will you email it to me I would love to I would love to (laughs) Um, but what's really cool is that when Jason and I started dating and everything of course I was like oh cool my boyfriend owns a brewery this is super sweet I'm gonna come brew beer and be super legit and learn and it was really tough work and I was like oh have you made a beer here? Here? Yeah. I haven't. I was the number two person uh, with Eddie Chimmy for a yeah. beer called Dandy when uh, Rivertown did a homebrew competition. But Rob Westendorf. Wait. But even now, it. like you, you have to How compete long been? to make a yeah. beer. <laughs> Can't you just make a beer? I would love to brew a beer that's called Owner's Wife. Ah, I mean, you're like, the boss. Just like, you're the boss. Here so. we go. What? 
I inspire some. Okay. okay. But I haven't like. Oh wait, wait, wait. All right. So let's all right now put a hashtag out there. Let Lindsay brew. <laughs> let, let, let Lindsay brew. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is this is bullshit. <laughs> I would absolutely love that. I uh, I help. Well, gosh, you know, it's, it's so funny. What? All right. So, what is Lindsay's beer? You're not allowed to contribute to this. What do you guys picture her beer being? I I think it needs dandelions, um, Belgian yeast, something. Uh, I was thinking, really yeah, something something floral. Yes. Yeah. Floral with um, some some fruitiness or some kind of like maybe like a, a tea a tea type of a thing. Yeah. Are you a tea person? She she's like, like you're tea. crazy. No, no, did you she guys... said earlier she loves her sours. It has to be a sour, right? It's got to be a sour. Yeah, but... no, yes, no. Well, it's so funny because what you are talking about, the beer that, and if anybody does not know him, Eddie Chimmy, very active in the beer community. Yeah. Uh, he was my boss at Goose Island. and uh, It's been on the show, right? Yeah, he's been on yeah. the show. We well, learned he, to he brew together. He was on the, uh, on the Moreline show, yeah. yeah. And our beer that we brewed was a, it was a dandelion saison. So everything wow. that you are describing you go, right see? now is very much, I'm I like, didn't know yes, that. And I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that needs to happen. I agree. Hashtag let I, Lindsay brew. Yeah, if, if Jason was still here, he left because he was tired because he had been working all day. So if one of was, us has to work very If he tirelessly. was still here, I would relentlessly pester him about that. It's he would. He's very supportive. I remember the very first time that I brewed here, and I was shoveling out mash, and I had like on these really cute rubber boots because I was like trying to impress were they, them. Were they pink? Not yet. Okay. These were just gray with a slight incline in the heel. <laughs> but I wanted to be legit and impress them because I was like, "Oh, cool, brewer guy." But yeah, it's very hard work. It, it is, it hard is work. Uh, especially here in Lachlan. Our team. It is not air conditioned in here, so our team works tirelessly to bring every single drop of beer here from brewing to packaging to making the boxes they are doing it all without air any air conditioning and we provide them of course with water and ice and freezy pops but freezy pops? they're amazing <laughs> they are absolutely are those those warriors. things you like cut the side of your mouth with like when, oh, yeah. you know like, the brightly colored you know, stuff yeah. right like the shaved the ice the stuff yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which are the best ones i thought those were push pops. they're not the best ones but Popsicles are the best, but what, what, the rocket, the there's rocket nothing pops. better than those pl- ones in the plastic packages. Yes. You know, when you're really in the mood for something just really nice and cold, and, and you know, you always had those because they were cheaper, right? I mean, if your mom was really feeling good, or, or, if, or if she really wanted to get you a treat, My she got you actual real, good. real popsicles. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but those yeah. are, you get like a hundred for like a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> They're amazing. Yeah. My mom wouldn't even go that far. She would just toss ice cubes at us. Here, suck oh. on this. Oh. Or you buy the kits oh. where you take the Kool-Aid. Or, right, yeah. Oh, Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, yeah. Kool-Aid, 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 yeah. Kool-Aid, yeah. Kool-Aid, yeah. Kool-Aid, yeah. Kool-Aid, yeah. My mom hated us. They make them. You, you yeah. put the little stick why, in the Kool-Aid. That's why I'm the gnarly gnome today. It's my mother. They sell it at Walmart. You don't, even need you don't even need those. You don't even. That's true. You, you, just, you just get a, a popsicle paper, stick, paper cup, and a popsicle stick. In the, yeah. So since we're we're already getting off track, there's gonna, there's something for, there's I'm something gonna, for a beer, like a popsicle, you know, type really of a well, we, beer the, popsicle. The Neapolitan stout, the, the the ice cream stout, or whatever from Mount Carmel. We love that so much. Yeah, I think true. you could do something really yeah. fun. Uh, but since we're 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 over here, I'm going to go even further over and, and give you a tough question. Oh, okay. So. You talked about the brewers and how hard it is working here. Um, 
you guys have been one of those places in Cincinnati that has kind of been tagged as one of the incubator kind of places where people come and they figure out what they're doing and then they go somewhere else. Like, yes. How, I, I don't know what the question is off of that, but like, how does that feel? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like, you know, like I know that like, that that's, that that has to be something you guys talk about and how do you, how do you? I, I asked, uh, I asked Mike Dewey the same question. Uh, I, I called him the, the Bill Belichick of Cincinnati Brewers. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's so a many, few of them. So like, many people had left. You got and the, moved the Mount on. Carmel, the Listermans, and, and the River and, and Listermans, and yeah. So it was really funny. Jason and I were looking back through old payroll records for some reason, and it was pretty cool to see all the different names pop up there. Yeah, I mean. And on one hand, it's like trading cards of. Oh, it is. It's like today. yes. <laughs> I mean, there's some there's there's some people you know like almost like anywhere around town you point at a brewery and they've worked at Rivertown you know. Yes. You know, Tom Hull from from Moorline and Garrett Hickey who's starting Street Side right now and you've got um, who else? Uh, Blake from Fifty West, of course. I mean, like like it's just like these these big names in Cincinnati beer left you guys yeah <laughs> like well, how, how that's changed over the years you know so for us in general we look at it as a huge compliment and testament to what we've built here and that we've been able to be that kind of breeding ground for excellence but i can tell you too that all these guys that have come through these doors knew when they walked in exactly what the dreams that they were looking to achieve you know scott definitely spent time here some of the guys from Matry. i mean right. we really pretty much almost Everybody at one brewery at one point in time have come through our doors. One thing that as time has gone on and we're really looking to build a team and a cohesive team that's here and invested is, you know, we're not always necessarily looking for people with experience. We're looking for the right personalities and the right culture fit. And then we have the ability then to teach them because we can very easily teach people how to brew or the process or the procedure, teach them how to package. So kind of the days and and right now too with craft beer being such a huge at a huge growth point in Cincinnati a lot of people are just going out and opening the breweries they're not necessarily making the pit stop but we often know too through the interview process if that is somebody's dream you know we're prepared for that you know if they want to branch on to something else it's not something necessarily that we're like no you can't do that but at this point in, in the game too we're really looking for great cultural that we can really develop and grow and, and have them be an important part of the Rivertown picture long-term. Well, and that's, I, that's probably the best answer that anybody has given to that. You know, there's, there's, I think there's a lot of like built up frustration with it with some places and like you, you, you invest so much time in somebody and then they are doing it to, to build something else to, to hear that, that, that culture growth and that it's something bigger. That's, that's the kind of stuff that, that's that's why I. Exist. But she says, uh, you said during the, during the interview process, you find that out. You find mm-hmm. out if, if if Joe Blow wants to open his brew his own brewery, you know that right, yes. off, right off the bat. But that doesn't preclude you from hiring somebody just because they want to have their own brewery. You Not know? necessarily. Yeah. But at the so, same, you know, the the reason that Rivertown started. Well, I don't want to say the reason, but you know, part of what got Rivertown to start was was the long shot competition, you know, that same kind of idea. It's like you, you want to do something more. So 
let's help you being this this big entity of Sam Adams here in Cincinnati. You know, we, we, it, it that's kind of what has built this too from from the ground up and what's made it what it is. So it it makes sense. It just you know if it it, it it's so hard to find people that, that can hold on to that ideal when you're in the middle of this yes this 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 fast changing growing like craft beer scene like it's 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 refreshing and you know if, if you guys are sincere about well, it well and, and, <laughs> and, 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 and it ends up being competition which that doesn't seem to bother you guys at all is it competition uh, that, i mean yeah. you know that, well garrett hickey's over there at at straights at is, street side, he's, he's competing with him. I mean, are direct. They? It's, well, of course they are. It's direct competition. You know, he's open to brewery. I, I don't think so. I mean, that's that's a whole other argument. Yeah, it's really interesting. For the longest time, you know, we really just kind of felt it's like tap handle space and what's going on in the on premise and bars and restaurants and stuff. I mean, for a brewery to have a steady handle anywhere is really at a premium. You know, so accepting that that's just kind of like the norm and all that kind of stuff. Our eyes and our reach is so much bigger than Cincinnati that do we look at it direct competition? I mean, I, totally honest, not so particularly because we're just kind of doing our own thing. This mm-hmm. is a quote from Lindsay Roper from Wyoming Living Magazine. All right. So this oh, is no, from Wyoming this Living. Is, he, this is from a who while knew? ago. He dug That's, up the goods. Um, uh, we Uh-oh. hope we hope that with everything we do, breaking news with, with everything we do here and with the people we get to touch. That our beers inspire really inspire really great conversation. What makes us different and what makes us who we are has nothing to do with the beer. We have our people and our culture, and we're invested in all of it. Oh, and we make great, great beer. <laughs> we make really cool beer. So, like, it, it, I'm impressed. <laughs> by the way, no, I've got an iPad. It, it just, just everything's it, in there. That blows me away. <laughs> it really does. But like yeah, that, 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 it's. It's this other level of of what beer really is, and I, I I've never been able to capture it, and I don't know that we've captured it on the show yet. But there's something else about this craft beer scene other than what people are pouring into glasses, and other than what these tap room, the free video games are fun, and it's all great, and it's. But there's there's something else there. Like there's 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 something it, that you just you you call it passion, you can call it whatever. It just it. I I think it's the community. And, and that, you know, when you were saying, like, you don't, you don't care that, that those people come in and, and want to go and start their own you, thing. You and, and that doesn't to. Right. And, and like you said before, is, is kind of, um, I don't know, flattering, you know, yeah, that, hey, exactly you started like here and now you're, you're creating your own path within this craft beer community here in Cincinnati. And, and I think that that speaks volumes for, you know, what you guys do here at Rivertown because... You know, it. I, I don't think it's competition that we were talking about this before. It's not competition. If, if anything, it it boosts you guys up even more than you already are because, you know, if someone started here and now they're starting their own stuff, at the end of the day, you can be like, hey, they, they cut they their teeth follow. right here yeah. at Rivertown. And that's something that's amazing, too, specifically in Cincinnati, is that the breweries, there really isn't very much overlap with how many breweries there are. It's incredible how little overlap there is between everybody, and that really adds to it too. But for us, I mean, I am always a a big proponent of you put good out there, you get good back, and when you do things with 
I mean, as fluffy as this sounds, I guess, <laughs> which is why it's great that Jason is the, uh, the balance to my fluffiness and I am the balance <laughs> to his operational side. <laughs> but to Mark me, when that, you do things, be a yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. But, it's, <laughs> but it, it, there's something to be said about when you put it out there and you do things with good intentions, you always get rewarded for that. And, you know, even when things you are just like, this is not going to work out, but well, it always works out. It just you know, how it always do. Does. You ever yeah. do you ever feel like you're looked over though in, in like Cincinnati and like that 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 flash of like yeah. Do you, but do, I mean like do you feel like some like do you go home at night sometimes and be like why don't they talk about me like why don't they talk about us why why is it brewery X whatever you want to call them you know like why why are they getting this 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 accolade for what they did when we've been doing this for, for forever. Yeah. You know, you know that is a, uh, that's an incredible question and something, cause I do all the social media and stuff. So I see a lot of stuff that's right. out there, you know, and something that I've realized is like, we have truly from even before day one and Jason's story and how Rivertown came to be, we have hurt, had to earn every single drop of beer that we have sold. And we still have to continue to earn every single drop of beer that we sell and we've never been, you know, gifted with kind of like the, oh, yay, you know, tap rooms are legal. So now we're going to do this and have that be a big driving force. Like we've really had to do things the hard way. And through that, we've yeah, learned so never, much. Things never hit at the right time for you guys like they've hit recently for a lot yes. of these other brewers. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And for us, you know, in those times where it's just kind of like. Oh, you know, I just kind of realized, though, like long term sustainability, we this will be our seventh year in business in December, which is incredible. So we've made it through a whole bunch of different hills and stuff. But, you know, we've never I don't want to say intentional and steady has always been our growth. And what something that I really love about us is that we always have the opportunity to surprise people. People are often like, I didn't know Rivertown was out here or. I didn't know Rivertown did this. And that's something that's yeah, I, really I thought exciting. they only did X kind of beer or yes. I thought they only did, you know. And there's uh, lots of opportunity in there. Sure, sure. And we love it. We love it. It's hard work, but it's very, it's gratifying work. And we are, we're really good because we're really confident in, in what we do on a day-to-day basis. On a day-to-day basis, and that's uh, that's guys, very exciting. You guys make me very <laughs> happy. <laughs> like, it makes me yeah. happy talking to them. And, and like, like just experiencing this whole thing and this growth and the, the way it holds itself together. Like listen, it's just, I don't know. Listen, Lindsay, if you think this is a bullshit qu- question, but please call me on it. But, but it is, is part of the reason that you just talked about, you know, I, part of, part of what you just talked about, is that part of the reason why you guys were so comfortable moving your big operation out of the, out of the city limits and, and moving, moving to Monroe? You know, I think that is a, that's a good question. You know, for us, it was really important that wherever we really got to build our roots and build from the ground up, that we were in an area that really supported us and was really excited to have us, you know, and that there would be that mutually beneficial relationship, I guess you could say. And for us too, I mean, we are, we're from Cincinnati. We love Cincinnati. It has been a home for us. Lachland has been here since the beginning, and we've had a part in shaping Lachland and bringing other artisans to this area, too, and making this a really great area for everybody to come visit. You know, at the same time, too, our our dreams are so much bigger than 
you know, Cincinnati or even Ohio. I mean, our dream is we are going to reach the West Coast at some point. That is that is what we are going to do. And for us being able to have a location that is that's centrally located and that where we're really embraced, we're like, you know what? We're very confident if we got people to come out to Lachlan, Ohio and got to build this, we're pretty confident well, that people will continue to come here and also come up to Monroe to visit us too. I, I haven't I haven't written that article yet. I've been sit I, I have not written about the expansion at all on the blog. I mean, I've, I've tweeted some stuff, but I've never written something about it. And I've been sitting on this for a really long time about this bridge and this, this tie shorter term about Cincinnati and Dayton and how finally something is going to pull those together and create something. Right, we, right. We've, we've heard people talk about 75 and the, the, the business quarter, whatever the hell they call it, you know, and how that's supposed to tie it all together and become something bigger. And, like just on the beer side of it, like seeing something like Rivertown that can come in, and you've got Fig Leaf that's going to open around the corner from you guys, and you know a couple other places that Dogberry uh, not get, far, get Dogberry really? yeah. around the corner, you know, like and and to have that spot right in between a, a really great beer scene in Dayton that's that's really fun and is growing, and there's some exciting stuff there, and then Cincinnati, and finally to have something that just pulls it all together and creates this big Cincinnati Dayton, like it's. It's 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 big stuff that people I don't think have have really like forgive the pun but tapped into yet you know right, like right, it, yeah. it's there's some there's some fun stuff that's going to happen once once Monroe opens. Well, to what I was saying earlier too, when you know I was making a joke, something that is absolutely incredible about Jason is that he always just knows. Uh, he has like a sixth sense about him, but he's very, very planned and calculated in everything that he does. And just like we've been doing sour since we've opened, and that's been something that he, he's we've one really of those honed guys in. That just he's, seems like he does it, and it hits perfect, right? Yeah. But it it doesn't because he's got it all up in his head. Yes. It's, a, it's amazing. It's yeah. like it's always like just right there. But there's some really big stuff that we've been a part of that's in planning. You know, it's kind of like how I was saying that. You know, if I see him. Watching YouTube videos, very confident that's going to happen within the next five days at our house, which is why we're doing uh, cured meats and all kinds of <laughs> sausages and all kinds of... He actually has been working with uh, Tony at Cincy Beer Brats a lot, but that's another... Uh-huh, uh-huh. We'll, we'll talk about him after the next Yeah, break. that's a uh, that's a digression there, but there is just something... There's something amazing happening in Monroe and being able to link together two cities and also Columbus and Indianapolis, I, I think that, too. I think that's a, that's a gift from God that she mentioned, Tony, from... Cincy Beer Brats. We, sh- we should take a quick break. Yes, we should. Was I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right here on Cincy Brewcast with uh, Lindsay Roper from Rivertown. Uh, here, here on location on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. You're invited to join us at the 2016 Brewers Charity Golf Classic, presented by Top Golf and Jake Sweeney Chevrolet, benefiting ProKids.org. This premier golf tournament will be hosted at the prestigious Four Bridges Country Club in Liberty Township. This two-man best ball scramble features over $100,000 in cash and prizes. The Brewers Charity Golf Classic tees off at 1pm on Monday, October 3rd, 2016. Premium craft beer stations will be available on every third hole. Player registration ends September 25th. So get your best two-man team together and register Online at www.brewersopen.com. 
Hey everybody, Mike Sessner from Cincy Brewcast. I am proud to tell everyone that as of twenty, uh, no, thirty to thirty to thirty-two to thirty-four days, uh, I am a stroke stroke survivor, and I wanted to take this opportunity to tell you about FAST, F-A-S-T. It's an easy way to remember the sudden signs of stroke. When you can spot the signs, you'll know that you need to call 911 for help right away. F-A-S-T is F, face drooping. Does one side of the face droop or is it numb? Ask the person to smile. Is the person smile uneven? A is arm weakness. Is one arm weaker? No, numb. Ask the person to raise both arms. Does one arm drift downward? Speech difficulty, S. Is speech slurred? Is the person unable to speak or hard to understand? Ask the person to repeat a simple sentence, like the sky is blue. Is the sentence repeated, repeated correctly? T, time to call 911. If someone shows, shows any of these symptoms, uh, even if the symptoms go away, call 911 and get the person to the hospital immediately. Check the time or that you know when the first symptoms started. I also had some sudden numbness. Uh, and on one side of my face, and I had a pretty severe headache. Headache. So uh, I want to make everybody uh, to aware of all of that stuff. So just make sure you learn that so you can protect your loved ones or just anyone uh, from the sudden signs of stroke again. So uh, check it out on AmericanStrokeAssociation.org for more information about FAST and for about and stories about stroke survivors. Just like me. It, it may it may not it may not sound like it. I'm stumbling all over the place. But <laughs> Mike, smile for me. <laughs> I haven't smiled a lot lately. I'll tell you. Anyway, thank you. This, this public service announcement brought to you by <laughs> your friends a, at Cincy Brewcast on a very special edition of Cincy yes. Brewcast. Um, I think that's all of our business. Yes, it is. Oh no, it's not. Um, let me do something real quick again. Um, we are going to be collaborating again with uh, City Beat uh, magazine. Um, there will be uh, we will be partnering with them for uh, Cincinnati Restaurant Week, and uh, we'll, they're also uh, that will be uh, September September twenty sixth and October second, uh, and also a Pizza Week. Cincinnati Pete's Pizza Week. Uh, the dates for that are November 1st. Pizza Week? That's to awesome. November 7th. And they're looking for a beer sponsor, by the way. Lindsay Roper. Although I know you guys only do uh, barbecue here, but uh, uh, you can, you City can Beat Magazine is uh, looking for a beer sponsor for their uh, Cincinnati Pizza Week. Something new from them. So, and now you figure out why we're really here. We're here to get you to sponsor Pizza Week. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not here for that. I'm just I would you. love. So, Jason totally has like a stone pizza oven at our house. That again, YouTube videos, <laughs> and makes amazing pizza. That's awesome. It would be. And did you know the original business plan of Rivertown? It oh. was going to be a pizza joint. Oh yeah. Sorry. And- 50, 59 or however many banks later, they said no. Yeah, food how, how and, many, how food many and beer. Nobody food wants beer, to yeah, drink and eat. pizza and beer, no. Whatever. I love it. I'm actually talking about to Josh about some other things, too, coincidentally. Well, yes. so, hang on. We're back. 
We are back here on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft, with Lindsay Roper and uh, I want to talk about the future. Raging Hop, and also uh, I didn't. What's your name? Yeah, you. Tim. Bas beer and bas beer man who was who's been on the show and he's chatting uh, he's been chatting up Lindsay as well uh, sort of part of the peanut gallery here we appreciate those guys joining us tonight as well um, let's talk about the future. the future the future in the future I, I don't have that sound clip I'm sorry <laughs> you can put a little reverb on my voice can't you <laughs> and not easily it takes me like ten in minutes in the future I could do it post <laughs> you just made Lindsay spit out her night marcher. So, you mentioned before that Night Marcher is kind of, sort of the start of this 100% Brett fermented series yes. of sorts. Yeah. So, for for a while, you were doing, you know, by the year, you would do these, these Brewmaster series of different kinds of things. And then there's Liquid Ingenuity going on where it's kind of whatever people here kind of have these ideas. And then now we've got this Brett series of stuff kind of rolling out too. Like Yes. Tell us a little bit about it and and what we might be able to expect. Outstanding. So one of my favorite things to do is to think about different beers and get different ideas from people, uh, both within and outside of the brewery. And uh, the addition of the 100% bread category is one that it's always been in our minds, but we really wanted to formalize it. So in terms of the specialty categories, we have liquid ingenuity, which could be anything, any style, Something delicious, wonderful, yay. 100% Brett are beers that there's going to be two to three releases throughout a year. And these are beers that are fermented 100% by Britannomyces. And then, of course, we have our barrel-aged sours. And within that category, we, in 2017, we'll have one or two experimental sours that will come out of that as well. So looking at the rest of 2016... We have one more Liquid Ingenuity release and one more 100% Brett release. And I'm super excited because they've both just kind of gotten formulated in the last week. Uh, So, yay, preview. (laughs) So our last Liquid Ingenuity release of the year, which we're targeting for maybe, we'll say November-ish. Sometimes before. She put the ish in for me. Ish, yes. When you're talking about wild and sours, ish is... When you're talking about anything with beer, it's right? Ish. Well, yeah, especially yes. We just like ish. We don't want to. You can't ever. We like be to be sure, flexible. You can't ever be sure when they're going to be completely ready. You know? Yes, yes. Uh, the beer that we are going to do is inspired greatly and crafted by our scientist Twitch, the very same artist who created Brett T-shirt contest, and this beer is one called Sour Noir, and this is going to be a beautiful. Mm-hmm porter uh, put through a souring process very similar to uh, what we do with divergent and solace so yeah picture kind of like film noir label we're going to bring if you're listening conrad like the decision is already finalized but you're going to do the label (laughs) for that one too (laughs) he better be listening surprise yeah surprise (laughs) and then uh the last 100 percent brett beer of the year is one that is a really crazy idea but why not yeah uh, Ben, who is on our packaging team, and Ben, he might as well be MacGyver. He is <laughs> incredible in so many different ways and really is just a mechanical, brilliant 
amazing the jokes on everybody person. this entire show is sponsored by MacGyver on yes. uh, CBS this fall is it CBS or NBC or something didn't I transition starts, that really good starts right up this fall I so, did that yeah. I did that so good we do have the MacGyver room yeah. as well they can but send the check to um, number one not really known place <laughs> So Ben comes in the other day and he was wearing a, uh, a Los Poyos Hermanos shirt. And of course, you know, we are, we are definitely oh, yeah. nerds about Breaking Bad and stuff. And we were just kind of talking about that and the, what a great series it was. And then he's like, yeah, Crystal Brew Persuasion. Ooh. And we're like, <laughs> baby brew, I love you. And I was like, brew. that clearly is a beer we need to do. So my first thought was next year sometime. But as we were looking at the calendar, we're like, no, it is this year. Oh that my. is the only details that I have for you, but it will be something what? awesome. Oh. Jason it's is submitting be. some formula stuff because I cannot wait. It needs to be a very it's specific be. color. Yeah. Color me excited. Oh my color me excited. <laughs> so that's very exciting. And then also we have nobody can see this except for you guys, but I have a friend I would like you to meet. We can. Oh we yes, can, we can tweet out a picture. Nice. Yay. Um, so we, we also show, we'll uh, we partnered with a m- amazing Smile, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the best picture <laughs> ever <laughs> she went ultimate snapchat mode right there that like, was oh. awesome <laughs> um we partnered uh, so something that's very important to us is that we really truly have a, a beer and a beverage life. for all people and we have a very diverse portfolio. And one thing that we saw that was missing was, you know, of course, we would love to offer a cider, but put a Rivertown spin on it. Oh, my. So Tequilana is going to be our apple agave cider. And we are looking to introduce her out into the market in about a month and a half. We're just waiting for the carriers and the labels. And we're doing the final test batch of her. But she will be a beautiful sparkling apple cider with just a hint of a beautiful kind of barrel tequila note in there as well. Sounds so good. This is yeah. awesome. And we partnered with an amazing, I actually found her on Etsy. Uh, she is a, a wood-burning artist in Florida. Her name's Laura Bartholomew, and she created this image especially for us. I love and every part of it. Yeah. I mean, That's it's amazing. We just want to do but one. We're I, not going to get crazy ciders, but we want it, one in our portfolio. I wouldn't and expect anything less... From from Rivertown though, like yeah, it, it, they can't. You can't. Absolutely. You cannot put out just hey, we we made a cider. Like yeah. no. Well, you, it's not just a cider, right? What I'm really excited about with her is that she. So can of course I see she's going to be. Again, I, I, I love that you've personified the cider already. Oh, yes. <laughs> so Tequilana, that's actually a part of the scientific name for blue agave, which. So many wins there when you're talking about story side of things. Uh, but one thing that is really Fibonacci incredible. Would love that, by the way. All of their beers have names. I, know, I have though. to tell. Yeah. Yes. I have to talk to Miss Betty. Yeah. But uh, one thing that is great is that the six packs are going to be right priced in line with Divergent and Solus and Jenica oh. and all of those. And she will also be available on draft as well. So super approachable nice cider for those that are looking for something a, a little bit just different. A, such, a, such an awesome day of the dead. Uh, or, you know, type oh, of it's, you it's know, gorgeous, and you yeah, guys—it's really beautiful. I mean, if you if you're listening to this right now, quickly get on to Cincy Brewcast and the Gnarly Gnome. Um, I, I don't Twitter, Insta, I don't right, know what we're right. putting on Twitter, Instagram, something, or right. we'll, we'll post a picture of it. So I'm sure there'll be opportunities for signed, signed, print, some print, oh, yeah. print, Wait signed print. 
Wait until uh, you see the carrier. I mean, the way that our, so our artist locally that we work with to do all of our carriers and a lot of our labels, uh, Jeremy uh, Simmons, jeremysimmonsdesign.com. The way that he took this wood artwork and put it into a carrier, like I'm getting so is, goosebumps right now. I'm like, <laughs> it's so the coolest thing ever. Does it, does it play into like the, the standard Rivertown kind of yes. motif or there's some cool stuff you could do there. There is, yeah, we really wanted, because wherever she lives, we wanted people to be able to identify with the Rivertown brand, and because right. we're not looking to create an entire line of ciders, ciders, so we want her to be able to live in beer with where our other stuff is, or live in cider, and people be like, oh yeah, Rivertown. And, and by her, she's talking the about Tikulana. Tikulana is now a person. She is. She is. I, I absolutely. Well, she's got this. a ton of personality <laughs> for 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 someone that's just skull and bones, you know. Such a it's such a cool uh, it's such a cool uh, work of art. I think it's so neat. Tikwalana is just she's she's our own creation. We gave her her name and her personality, and she's pretty awesome. Like you could easily skip through fields of blue agave, drinking this cider, or you could just be chilling at home with your people. Just celebrating everyday life. Like, <laughs> I am alive today, and I want something delicious to drink. I'm going to enjoy this evening with Tequilana. I'm, I'm not a cider drinker, but I'm, I'm interested. Yes. It should be, again, just, just another hallmark of this brewery and, and their, pro, their various programs and trying to bring something different all the time to the, the thirsty masses of Cincinnati. And, and they're to be given so much credit for that. My mind was was blown when we were at the um, at the groundbreaking for Monroe, and a certain somebody cracked open a bottle of 2009 Lambic and gave us a little sip out of her cup. I, when I tasted the beer, like when I think about it and when I remember it, I don't remember it being a sour beer. I remember like fruit and peaches and like this like. That experience changed my mind on lambics and changed the way I think about lambics. And so now I'm going to be stockpiling lambics. <laughs> and like, it, like that kind of stuff is is not even like touched yet in Cincinnati. Like the 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 like the the cellaring side of it and the the time side of it and stuff. Like they haven't grasped this bigger picture yet. And and Rivertown is years ahead of everybody else and nobody even understands that nobody nobody respects it nobody it's i don't know well thank you guys for for having us like i and i i rivertown is exciting and that's that's fun to say in cincinnati there's there's a lot of boring things happening at a lot of places and this is this is an exciting place and to see how you guys have have captured that over Mm -hmm. absolutely over time i mean and you guys are, are are right there on Time as far as and, how long and I mentioned and I and I mentioned this at the um, show that we did out in Monroe or the the live coverage we did out in Monroe. Uh, it is so great to see good things happen to good people, and and you're one of the best, Jason as well here in Cincinnati. Just a couple of the best. Jason will be better when he sits down at a table with. Him. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, well, we'll I will him. facilitate. But we'll call that. him just, out. I will. Just. Uh, Fantastic. Well, maybe when uh, maybe when the take take uh, I, I, I'm Tequilana, right? Tequilana, yeah. I think that's how you comes out. It. That's well, how I've been well, pronouncing uh, it. <laughs> Mike, Mike had a stroke. So that'll I'm be like, our yeah. that'll be our first 
That'll be our first cider cider show. Love yeah. it. Yeah, we'll do a cider show and we'll yeah. drink. We'll so, drink a bunch of local cider. And Jason cider. will be there. Yep. Sounds good. Awesome, Lindsay Roper. Thanks for sharing so much with us about uh, the wonderfulness that is Rivertown and this wonderful uh, Night Marcher, one hundred percent Brett IPA. It's just fantastic beer. Loved it. And so we certainly appreciate you guys. And thank you very much for having us out tonight here at Rivertown. And thank you guys for being the voice of Cincy Craft. Well, thank you. Look at that. She even hit the, she hit the cut line. For you don't even have to say it. Raginghop.com. Woo! Raginghop.com. Big, big shout Beer Man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you next week. See you later.